The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, coming off a good Flyers win over the Coyotes 5-3. I'm the host, Joel Meyer, as always. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Well, I'm licking my wounds. Licking my wounds from the catastrophe that was the Super Bowl. As you know, as I've been saying on here for a while, I've been betting Niners a lot during the season. And fortunately, they won won the NFC ones, but uh, not the Super Bowl ones. That would have been a nice, nice win. But Mahomes is, is inevitable. And he also yeah. stole the, the MVP thing after it looked like nobody's going to win win the award for most of the game. It was like, uh, I don't know, a defensive player, a kicker. I don't know what was going on for most of it. But, of course, leads the game-winning drive at the end. Uh, that means he gets the award, which is boring. Um, yeah, well, I wish the season ended on uh, Thursday with Joe Flacco winning the uh, comeback player of the year. That would have been a much better way to end the season. But, uh, oh, well. Uh, hopefully they don't they don't win again next year because uh, fuck that I'm I've got uh, massive Chiefs fatigue I'm I'm tired of that damn team winning all the time but otherwise actually the weekend is okay hockey was meh uh, except for Canucks winning against the Capitals yesterday that that was great um, but soccer soccer I got some updates in soccer I got Bayer Leverkusen a fifty to one before the season to win the Bundesliga and top four and, and win without Bayern and they beat Bayern on saturday which is huge three nothing there so well, this team is no joke no fluke and they're up by uh five points now i believe uh with uh, the, the toughest games behind them so um i think they're the minus two two dollars now to win the thing and uh, so that's good and then inter continue to roll they come from behind to beat roma um also heavy on inter but it's like plus 240 plus 250 something like that nothing crazy so yeah soccer soccer is great golf was great yeah, I know. I know you watched some of the golf, right? Or I know you bet it. Um, I, I yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm not going to watch golf, but I, I did did follow along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it went all the way almost to the second half of the Super Bowl. It was, I think uh, it was more exciting in the first half. It was, uh, there were there were more more points in the first half. The That's first true, half. and it also went to overtime. And Abbotsford boy Nick Taylor. Uh, I lived in Abbotsford for a few years myself, um, so that's that's good good to hear um, that he got the win, and then, and then uh, that's who I bet before the tournament. You know, just a fan bet, five to one, and on him and Sam Burns at twelve to one, and uh, fortunately he came through, so that was nice as well. But yeah, Super Bowl fucked me up, but whatever, onwards and upwards, the better things. It's uh, college basketball right around the corner. That's gonna looking looking forward to March Madness and the uh, conference championship games. It'll be fun. Yeah, uh, everyone's saying now Super Bowl's over, it's baseball season, but no, it's hockey season now. This is when, this is when hockey teams, you know, get, get into gears when we start, start to lock in here. Um, 
I'm glad you brought up brought up soccer there because I was going to ask you if you had any uh, UEFA Champions League picks. I guess we'll get into that later in the show. See if you have anything there. If if not, I'll just get in the Discord. Uh, I know you post a lot of picks in your Discord there, so sg.pn slash Discord. But yeah, the Super Bowl was. Uh, I know. I mean, I mean, it almost went double overtime. As this, as was that Nance joked about the script going to double overtime. Most someone joked about it earlier in the week. It was like, oh, we're gonna have our first double overtime game of. of, of in Super oh, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I missed it. Yeah, everyone was wondering what what happens when the when the, the clock runs out. Yeah. I, I and the, the broadcast didn't did a horrible job. I thought it was gonna be okay. Time runs out, you're done. But like it was like as as the final play was happening, like Tony Room was like, no, 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 they're not calling timeout because it's gonna just it's just the first quarter of overtime. <laughs> and then of course it ended. But yeah, I, I thought you know maybe Travis Kelsey could get the the game winning over game winning uh, touchdown and maybe he'd win the, sh- the MVP. But yeah, Mahomes was great on that final drive. That I mean the option play, that fourth down conversion w- was great. People just people aren't even gonna talk about that. It was a fourth down conversion in overtime. You had to get it to 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 keep your drive going and he got that there easily and then the play they scored twice on the eagles in the super bowl they called that the corn dog in the uh in overtime and and, and uh michael hardman michael hardman got got it done hardman didn't even know the game was over uh the 49ers didn't know overtime rules i guess you know donovan mcnab got clowned on that a while ago for not knowing that but he's he's exonerated now after that ruling there but yeah i guess you know i guess a decent super bowl all all, all said and done of course, Mahomes comes through in the clutch. I'm glad to see the 40 winders losing there at the end. We'll see how they, they whine about this one. But yeah, another year, another Mahomes Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, after your NFL awards, I can't imagine you were too upset regarding football at all. Yeah, all things considered, I'll take it. Just uh, sucks at the moment, you know. You, you want to win a lot more, you know. You, you can't be just content with winning, winning a lot. You want to win a lot on top of a lot. Uh, that's my attitude anyway, but... Yeah, one more final word on the, on the Super Bowl. I, I after the game, I had so many people texting me like because um, they they know I bet the Niners. They know I bet it seriously, and uh, or even before the game, even they're texting me asking me who I bet. And I'm like, oh, I bet the Niners like a thousand times, but like plus three hundred, plus four hundred during the season. So now they all bet the Niners money line. <laughs> And so they, they all lose at uh, much worse prices. But um, what can you do? It, it, it's it's fun to have a bet in the game. And uh, if, I don't know if, if, if you are uh, looking for advice, I guess I'm the guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm... yeah, I think it's it's a lot more fun to do the, the the props thing than just betting the most efficient market in the in the world outside the English Premier League. Yeah, and I, I thought Harrison Butker had a, had a good chance for MVP for a while. Honestly, I thought maybe he he deserved it a little bit with all he had multiple fifty plus yard yard kicks, right, including a, a clutch tying one. That wasn't fifty yards late, but like a clutch tying one late after Moody um, missed extra points. So I, I thought Butker had a legit legit chance. I, I, I had he was a, like four hundred to one or something. Yeah, I had a eighty to one on Kelsey. I thought might come through, but you know. It's Mahomes. Of course, it was Mahomes. Of course, the Chiefs won. They were underdogs, quote unquote, underdogs the whole way. They they, they came through, but Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed, Spagnolo, just a just a unbelievable combination to have there in Kansas City. Yeah, and they're going to be good next year too because the defense is so young and, and cheap, so they're not going to lose too many pieces at all. Yeah, maybe they'll get a wide receiver that can like catch a ball <laughs> and rely to catch a ball on back to back targets. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then golf. I, I had Scheffler with my. Uh, I thought there were a good friend of DraftKings. There's their okay friend of DraftKings this week, I guess. Uh, at their their odds surge, plus three hundred to 
was it was only it was only five to one to eight to one so it wasn't the six to one i, I said last show but still i had him eight to one um i ended up uh hedging with some taylor and some hoffman so i ended up profiting but not as much if, if scheffler won i do have that same odd, odd surge again this week i'm gonna probably bet scheffler again just gonna bet scheffler until he wins and i'll i'll profit here but uh this is a hockey show here so we'll get into some some hockey gambling here uh, make sure you are subscribed to the hockey and podcast on apple and spotify leave us a five-star rating and review uh, on YouTube as well. Make sure you hang out there in the chat. Oh, we got a new Apple five-star review here. I will well, I will read that at the end of the show. All my begging has paid off here. So we got, we got a five-star review here. I'll, I'll read that. If you want to have your review read and leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify or uh, on, on YouTube, you know, subscribe, comment. I'll, I'll read it out if, if it's something that's, uh, that's good enough there. And the Discord, SG.PNGLS Discord, get in there at hockey SGPN on Twitter as well. Um, I think we have one big piece of hockey news that has dominated the hockey world over the past, you know, three or four days here. Mostly, I think, because it did happen in Toronto. I do wish we had Talon here to comment on it. But uh, Joel, as our second resident Canadian here who does listen to a lot of Toronto media, what are your thoughts on the uh, Ridley Gregg uh, slap shot, empty net goal, and then the Morgan Riley cross check to the face following up? Uh, yeah, I, I I loved it both sides. Like it's a, it's a fucking rivalry. Just uh, Ridley Gregg, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he's just yeah, slaps, so. the, slaps the puck in the net, just saying "fuck you" to Leafs. Uh, you know, all these teams love to beat the Leafs, especially. Um, you know, teams like the Sens, the Habs, the Jets, or and and teams that are uh, you know their their fans are outnumbered by Leafs fans in the building. That's got to piss you off as a player, and uh, that that just adds extra vigor and verve to your 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 um, emotions. You know, and so yeah, I, mean, I loved it from really Greg. I don't care that it's it's not sportsmanlike or whatever, um, and I understand him having to answer or uh, having to answer for it. Because uh, the Leafs will be pissed off in turn. First of all, for the losing. Second of all, because the uh, guy's saying "fuck you" with the slap shot. Uh, I just thought that the Riley's stick to the face was gutless. Um, yeah, you you attack with your fists. You don't attack him with the fucking stick. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Just just get involved in a brawl. Who cares if Greg doesn't want to fight? You just you just uh, you make him fight by uh, attacking him. Just not with the stick, and he's gonna get the hammer. It looks like it's a an in person hearing, right? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not done yeah. yet. Tomorrow, it's maybe tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So it'll probably be four or five games at least. Um, yep. So that sucks for the least blue line for sure. But uh, yeah, my take is just I loved it from Gray especially, and then Riley. I just wish that he that he uh, you know forgot the stick. Just drop the stick, drop the gloves, and, and hit him mm-hmm. like a man. Yeah, exactly. Like like. Like, like, yeah, if, if you have empty net, do whatever you want to do. It's a home game against a rival, like your your biggest rival there who has been making fun of you all season long. Do, do what you got to do. But then, yeah, Riley, like, don't get your stick up there. Drop the stick. As you said, drop the glove. Like, go in there, shove them, whatever. But a, a cross check to the face, especially with that with that second angle they've shown, it's like it's, it's too much. And, yeah, and they didn't want to, you know, get into it. Because they they waited to give his hearing whether it was going to be phone or in person to give him an in person one on Tuesday. I saw that the panel with, with Bexa and whoever else there was like saying, "Oh, there was five seconds left, so this mattered." Like, no, the time doesn't matter 
when it happened. Like if it was, if the clock ran out, if there were 10 seconds, there was a minute left. Like it doesn't matter. Cross check to the face is going to get you at least, I don't know. Riley's, I don't think he has been an offender before, but he's somebody who that that's something that just cannot happen there. So you're going to get multiple games. If it's in person, you're going to get at least five. Like, and that's a, that's a huge hit for the Leafs. I mean, we'll get into that later this week i'm hoping talon can join us tomorrow to give his side of things i'm sure he loves it like least fans have to love especially morgan riley going after him people have, they've wanted that for for years morgan riley's showing some showing some grit and he finally showed it there it was just a little bit too much you know but we'll see how many games he gets how much it ultimately affects the leafs but yeah and but it's it's going to the point where like okay yeah it was funny for a few days laughing at the leaps we're complaining about it but i'm just exhausted by now like give me the suspension get it over with and we can we can move on yeah like uh, you never hear this kind of discourse if it's like i don't know the avalanche in the wild <laughs> but it's the yeah. leaf so it goes on and on in days it's the only uh story in hockey right now so yeah it, it's kind of dumb yeah i don't know if it's really gritty though by by riley it's just with, with the stick to the head like it's just it's it's gutless i don't i don't i like the the you know having to uh, make greg answer for it it's just the the method of how he how he did it was it wasn't um what i liked at all yeah i mean i i'm sure this wouldn't happen if the leafs had someone like ryan reeves on their roster like no, no way that would happen at all <laughs> Um, uh, all right, uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has, a who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NBA, NHL, and college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times your entry with some spicy plays, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code HDP, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HGP. Um, all right, Joel, ready to get into this. Uh, 11 games late for Tuesday, February 13th. Yes, sir. All right, here, kicking things off in Toronto at 7 p.m. We got the St. Louis Blues at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the game itself is in Toronto. And the six Maple Leafs are minus 198. Blues are plus 164 over under is at six and a half, both paying off around minus 110. All right, Joel, take this one away here. Yeah, we mentioned uh, Riley being suspended, of course, and that means uh, a very weak blue line for the Leafs gets a lot weaker. Well, I don't know who they're going to be rolling out in the top line there, um, but it, it's not good. Not good. Um, they're going to need to get to, you know, a couple more guys before the trade line. If, if they want to compete in the playoffs now, <laughs> they lose their, uh, their best defenseman. Uh, they're they're going to be in, in for a tough few games here. Uh, not the hardest stretch, fortunately, for them. I think they play the Blues twice, the Ducks, and uh, I can't remember the others, but they're, they're not exactly, yeah. They got the Flyers on Thursday. They got the Flyers oh, yeah. on Thursday. Watch out for them. Yeah, that's definitely the, the, the toughest of the bunch. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I don't like back in the Blues, but I might have to do it here. They're hot. <laughs> I don't know how they keep winning games, but they do. Um, Joel Hofer had a, a great game. Bennington's playing well. Uh, getting goals. I heard that Tory Krug got five points in the 7-2 demolition yeah. of the Canadians. So yeah, Blues are hot right now. Give me them. Plus 164. Nice, nice number. Um, yeah, probably like the fourth time I bet the Blues all season. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's the way I'm going. Lean to the over, but uh, I didn't bet the total. 
Yeah, I don't think I can, I can touch a side in this game. I, I don't know if I can bet the Blues at all the rest of the season, even though they've, they've come out of the out of the break hot, back-to-back games, back-to-back nights, uh, 3-1 in Buffalo, 7-2 in Montreal, now a night off. Going. Three of four before the break, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, they they were they were hot before the break. They, no, they won uh, five in a row before losing to Columbus before the break. So they've won seven of the past eight. They're they're really hot right now. But I I, I can't put money on them even at plus one sixty four. This could be a game where Toronto just comes out and just dominates their opponent, especially given you know how St. Louis is. But I do like the over six and a half. Only at minus one oh eight. Um, their one meeting, or no, this is the first meeting of the season, but both meetings last season, 6-5 in a shootout, 5-4 in overtime, season before, 6-3, 6-5, 5-2. So uh, don't trust either goaltender, don't trust either defense group here. Could see a bunch of goals with, you know, I could see Matthew scoring two, or I could see Kairu scoring two here. So over six and a half at only minus 108, technically being the quote-unquote underdog there with the under at minus 112 would be my uh, my look here. You know what? You convinced me. I'll, I'll coast on that. I think I'll bet the the over as well at some point. All right. That's our uh, first consensus play there. Uh, that's good. All right. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. Uh, what a matchup. Tampa Bay Lightning at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Bruins are minus 168. Lightning are plus 140. Over under is at 6.5. We're paying off plus 102. With the under at minus one twenty-two here, uh, it took a little bit for me here, but I did talk myself into backing the Bruins at minus one sixty-six. Uh, both of these teams are great at home. Boston seventeen-six and three. Tampa Bay is seventeen-five and three at home, which means that Tampa Bay is bad on the road at eleven fifteen and two. So that's eleven wins and seventeen losses. Um, you know, coming out of the break, they did lose back to back in New York and on Long Island. Got a 4-2 win in Columbus, but I can't quite trust Tampa Bay yet as I trusted them uh, before the break as they kind of had things going there. You know, there are a one-line team getting Sergachev out indefinitely, potentially for like even throughout the playoffs based on how his injury looked could, could definitely hurt them um, as well. It's a broken Boston, leg, right? Broken leg, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So he's probably done he's unless done. they yeah. make, make, the, make the final if that uh, Boston Lucic has been out for a while. Pertois is out for the season now, but besides that, they're healthy. So I like Boston here at home, minus 166. It's a bit much, you know, it's probably a higher implied odds than I'd like here. But given the home record and Tampa Bay's away record, I'm going to take it here at minus, minus 166, slightly into the under, at minus 122, but could see this going high scoring as well. So just going to stick with the, uh, the B's here as my only bet. Yeah, it's been an interesting week for the Bruins. They play like one of the worst games of the season against the Flames, got got destroyed by them, and then they play one of the best games of the season against the Canucks, winning 4 nothing. and then they played their actual worst game of the season on Saturday against the Capitals. That was a miserable game. Um, I had to, yeah, I couldn't even bear to watch it. It was so bad. I didn't recognize the Bruins at all. Um, but, uh, you know, this is a, a well-coached team. They're going to come back after – that loss, um, two days off, so uh, yeah, plenty of time to get get sorted. So I agree with you. Give me the Bruins and uh, lean to the under six and a half. Lightning totals are kind of up and down, inconsistent team. They can explode offensively, but they can also um, um, just, well, they they're five and five offenses and very good. So if the power play isn't humming, they're 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 not scoring a lot of goals. So I'm staying away from the total, and it's a Bruins game, of course. Um, uh, excellent defensively, excellent in net and all that. But give me the Bruins money line. 
Um, all right, going down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got your Colorado Avalanche at the Washington Capitals. The game itself is in the District of Columbia. Uh, Capitals are plus 136. The Avs are minus 162. Over under that six and a half. Over paying off plus one hundred five with the under at minus one twenty five. Uh, Joel, can can your abs finally uh, get a win here? Been a long losing streak. Speaking of being unable to watch a game, uh, <laughs> the Avalanche and the Panthers. Oh man, Avalanche dominated the first period. Got unlucky. Got two goal score on them on the power play, and then uh, it was all Panthers after that. I had to turn this one off too, and so I was surprised later on to see the ticker on the ticker that McKinnon left the game i did not uh, see that so i i scurried to the computer looked around uh, for the, the heart trophy odds thankfully um well maybe not thankfully now we'll get to that but a couple books had odds up so i bet uh some kucherov three to one and halapuk 100 to one just because uh, he was you know third in the, in the awards watch voting and you know if, if mckinnon yeah. would be out for a while then uh, he'd be suddenly be in the mix but anyway it sounds like mckinnon's gonna play in this game which means i absolutely love the the avalanche here um it's a worrisome pros- proposition if, if he is an out because uh, then uh, who are they gonna play up top brian johansson he, he's not even like a third line center at this point um ratnan would of course move to the middle but still the the center depth would be would be just not not deep at all <laughs> it would be quite shallow um but thankfully it sounds like he's okay so i love the avalanche here i i read that they're they have their hardest practice of the season today for as much as that's worth so uh yeah four four lose four losses in a row but against tough teams I do expect them to come out and beat a, a weak Capitals team. So, yeah, give me the Avalanche and give me the over six and a half plus 105. Capitals are actually getting some offense. Ovechkin, four straight games of the goal now. And uh, we know all about their their bad defense and, and how the Avalanche play all, all these over games. So over six and a half in the Avalanche point line. Yeah, you got to go with the Avs here. Only minus 162. As you said, I know they have lost four straight, but those are four. I mean, uh, I would say the Devils right now, and we can get into this probably on a different show, but I think I think they're going to get Markstrom. I think better than the Devils make the playoffs is a good bet right now. But, I mean, Panthers, Hurricanes, Rangers are all definitely playoff teams here. They lost to them. And the Devils game was a back-to-back. They came back in that one to tie it 3-3, right? That was the Gerard goal and the McCarr goal there in the third period. So that was a hard fart loss there. Uh, Capitals did have a win in Boston, but outside of that, they've they've been pretty poor. Uh, I do wonder if somehow Ovechkin requests or like makes a trade out of out of Washington because they're not going to be good. But if he's hot and he can go chase the goal record, go chase another cup, maybe maybe that's something here. But yeah, I think the Avs minus one sixty two. Even if McKinnon doesn't play, I don't hate that as a bet. Like they they are they are a better team. They have more talent. They have more defensive depth. So like the abs minus 162 and yeah i guess i would i would lean to the over here over six and a half plus 105 not a strong play but just uh just a lean to that way um all right we're, we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every bet with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea into hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rich brook and then by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hrofbets.com 
and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Um, we're going to go down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We have Los Angeles Kings at the Boston at the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Sabres are plus 124. Kings are minus 148. Over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 115 with the under at minus 105 here. Uh, Kings coming off two straight wins. They broke the Oilers winning streak. No, the... the did the Golden Knights broke broke that and then they, they lost again? Yeah. Uh, for no, they, but... they beat the Ducks in between two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, whatever. Yeah. But back-to-back <laughs> wins, wins for the Kings there. 4-2 in Nashville. Then out of the break with the uh, with dead coach fans there. 4-0 against the Oilers. Uh, Buffalo has now lost back-to-back games out of the break. 2-1 against Dallas. 3-1 against St. Louis here. So uh, I love the Kings here. Minus 148. Once again, as with last game, I, th- I think this line is is way too low. Kings have been great on the road, 15-6-4. Sabres 11-14-1 at home here. Uh, Kings know they have to kind of turn it on here to, you know, even, you know, clinch their, convince their, get a convincing playoff spot here, if not uh, race for the division a little bit with that, you know, not for the division, but, you know, get, making sure they, they make the playoffs, maybe get a, get a good playoff spot there. Just a much better team. Sabres, you know, struggling here a little bit. So love the Kings at minus 148. Uh, also going to go with the under here, under six at minus 105. Both of these teams are, are very heavy to the under the season. Uh, Kings have Talbot, who's been good, you know, better, better, had a shutout there against the Oilers, but better in this first half. Uh, Sabres, you could probably Lukanen's been great over the past month or so. So it was, it was a Riddick shutout, apparently, in, in the last game. So I don't know if uh, what's going on with Cam Talbot. But either way, I do like the Kings and the under here. I like the Kings and the under as well. Uh, you mentioned getting a better playoff spot. The only way you can get a good playoff spot in the in the West is if you get the one seed because everyone else is, is going to be in for a tough matchup uh, with all the uh, excellent teams at West. Very deep conference uh, certainly a lot better than i expected the west to be and the east is is a lot weaker than i expected it to be anyway yeah uh, not not too much to add here kings uh, of course the new coach there still gonna ride the dead cat bounce and um yeah well like it's funny how these uh goalies suddenly start behaving once there's a new coach in town um uh, yeah the uh, save on, on um what's his name's hiller hiller's debut as the uh the main man um yeah, uh, not too much to add. I like everything you said, and yeah, I bet the Kings, uh, not the under, but uh, I might I might do so at some point. Yeah, Riddick has now started three straight for the Kings, two before the break and then one after the break. I know Talbot went to Toronto for, for the All-Star game, but it seems, seems, seems odd there. Um, all right, going down to 7 p.m. again. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets at the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Canada. Uh, Senators are minus 192. Blue Jackets are plus 160. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 142 with the under at plus 120. Uh, Joel, what do you got for this one? Yeah, it's it's getting pretty steep now in the Sens. Uh, I mean, I don't want to call the Sens a good team, and you don't want to be laying minus 192. With uh, with a bad team, I don't know if, uh, what the sins sins are exactly. They're, they're playing better hockey now, that's for sure. And the Blue Jackets are uh, 
banged up in, in multiple respects. Uh, not a great hockey team either. Certainly worse than the Sens, but I don't know if the difference between them is this much. I still lean to the Sens, but uh, I don't know. I would maybe a small bet on the uh, puck line or, or regulation instead of laying minus 192. That's the way I would do it at this point. But yeah, I was, uh, Sens are playing great hockey now, so I, I understand, I guess, why the line is what it is, but uh, I'm not adding more at this price anyway. And it's a Sens game. I know that they're, they're playing some better defense lately. Corpus Alves looked all right. He was good against the Leafs, uh, but uh, minus 142 is, is another pretty high price at a, a over six and a half, but uh, I'm not betting the under in a Sens game, that's for sure. So, um, one more thing to worry about, the big emotional win over the Leafs, of course, so it could be a, a letdown for the Sens as well. Uh, so something to consider, but uh, at these prices, I don't have I don't have much to give you. Yeah, this is pretty much a, a past game for me as well. I, as you said, we can't back the Sens at, at minus one ninety. I mean, you can't even back Columbus at, at plus one sixty. Maybe the under six and a half at, at plus one twenty. I think that's maybe too too high of a line. There uh, it was a four two Columbus win in the first meeting with Ottawa out shooting them forty three twenty three. So. Maybe a, maybe a draw here. Ottawa's gone to overtime in two of their past three, uh, three of their past five, and four of their past eight. Columbus, you know, who knows as well. But yeah, this is pretty much nothing really, nothing really worth betting here for me either. One more note about the draw. I would stay away from them just just um, in, in games where the, the total is so high because there's, there's a lot more variance when you get the all these goals going in. So that's just something to consider because the prices are... are Pretty close to the same as is like the the five and a half games, right? So yeah. those are the ones that I'd rather put the draw in. Yeah, and one more thing on the draw here, like like the, these books try to get you by by they, they try to think you're dumb and like okay, they're gonna offer money, money line three way is gonna be plus three fifty for draw, and then game props to go to overtime is gonna be plus three hundred, and they're gonna get people betting that plus three hundred. But if you're listening to this. Look at the three-way money line, bet 350, bet the better price, and then the game's good overtime. Because th- that's how they get these just amateur betters. I saw someone posted on uh, on the Reddit sportsbook thing, like, oh, why didn't this bet win in the Super Bowl? It was Patrick Mahomes to score a touchdown. Because he didn't rush for a touchdown. It's not to pass for a touchdown. It wouldn't be plus for 100 for him to pass for a touchdown. Like, like, like understand these lines. Make sure you are, are getting the, the best line for, for what you're betting. Yeah, you get all the noobs for the Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah. like I said, just random people who don't bet just text me. Oh, Would you bet? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense. They don't they don't understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah. All right, going down to seven p.m. again here. Another doozy. We got the Anaheim Ducks at the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal at Blue Blanc Rouge. Uh, Canadians are minus one fifty five. Ducks are plus one thirty. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off plus one oh two. With the under at minus one twenty two here, uh, I'll take this one. You took the last bad game here. Uh, this is the past game for me. Um, if anything, you know this this is one of those games where Joel always says, you know, fade human achievement here against two bad teams. But they're both kind of over teams this season, and especially recently, Montreal just gave up seven to St. Louis with Tory Crew getting five points. Anaheim gave up five to Edmonton here. So I have absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, this is just a complete pass game for me. Yeah, I haven't bet anything in it either. Um, lean to the half still. They got embarrassed at home against the fucking Blues. Yeah. And um, 
what was it there? they played on saturday too as well i think that they lost that one as i well. think they i think i bet them in in, in both oh, games. stars it, yeah that's uh, right they lost yeah. the stars uh that was a so good yeah, game a, that, that, that was a three two loss uh, I, I bet that again unfortunately for sure um so yeah lean to the abs here lean to the under six and a half uh with the, the ducks offense and um they're still missing some guys, so are the Habs, more forwards than not. Although Caden Gooley, as I saw, is questionable. So that that's a big um, question mark for the for mm-hmm. the Canadians with their probably their best defender. Well, Matheson actually having a really good season, but Gooley's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, all right, going down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Seattle Kraken at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Islanders are minus 155. Kraken are plus 130. Over-unders at five and a half. Over paying off minus 135 with the under at plus 114. Uh, Joel, are these still your aisles here? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to ride the aisles till uh, the wheels come off, I guess. Um, although, I hope they don't make the playoffs because I bet them to miss before Patrick Wall came to town. Um yeah, for this one, Kraken played today, and they played their their better goalie, the much better goalie, Joey Decord. He got uh, he was really looking at the stats. I didn't watch the game, but uh, thirty seven saves or something like that. Um, so another strong performance by him. Um, so without him in net, is it? Is it <laughs> I don't even know the other goalie right now. Is it Grubauer or is it uh, Dreger still? Or I don't know. Oh, anyway, no. he he sucks oh, ever no. since uh, Decord <laughs> took over the the starting job. Uh, so uh, he's, he's irrelevant. I thought Grubauer was injured for a bit, but anyway, Islanders here uh, are the players still riding another. Um, you know, the dead cat bounce isn't, isn't done yet. We're, we're still in the air. Uh, so give me the Isles here at home. And uh, I'd like to, I mean, Raw has got, Wah has got the defense rolling again. Um, Pelik and Pulak, Pulak. I don't know if he's back yet, but Pelik is. And uh, see, I lean to the under five and a half with um, the crack in the offense being very impotent. Um, and even though they're, they're, they're better goalies in net, but I didn't bet the total. I just bet the Isles money line. Yeah, I agree with there. These are two teams that are just complete frauds. They're, they're in the, in the playoff race only due to the loser point. Um, Islanders are, what's their record? They're 22, 18 and 12. So 22 wins and 30 losses. Seattle is 21, 20 and 10. So they also have 30 losses, 21 wins. On a back-to-back, I believe, yeah, it looks like Grubauer is their backup here. Um, so, yeah, Islanders here, minus 155. I think this will get higher. I do like that. Yeah, and I lean to the under 5.5, especially at plus 114. Seattle scored one game in New Jer- one goal in New Jersey, two goals against the Flyers. Uh, got shut out by the Sharks in their game before their break. So, would lean that way. I would also lean to the to the draw here. I think I, I think it's around plus three seventy, plus three eighty. Um, I actually did take the two two correct score and three three correct score. Could see either of them here. I think that does have more value than just a draw. The meeting this season went to went to a shootout. Seattle winning four three. Um, so yeah, but I like the Islanders here at home uh, with the Seattle tired, and then lean to the under and a sprinkle on the draw. Yeah, this is one where I can see uh, a draw cash more often than the price suggests. Yeah. Um, all right, going on to 8 p.m. here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes at the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Stars are minus 122. Hurricanes are plus 102. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 108 with the under at minus 112 here. 
you know, not many people are going to say this. I don't know if it's even deserved, but this is this this is a potential Stanley Cup final matchup as, as much as the other ones people say are as well. It would be a very boring one. It would not be one that the NHL enjoys given the given the two markets here and the two styles of play. But these are two very good teams. Carolina is close to the first in the Metro. I think they definitely has a good chance to win it. Dallas, I mean, the Central is wide open now with Winnipeg and Colorado stumbling a little bit. So. Yeah, both of these teams have a lot to play for here. Uh, both of these teams definitely play a lot of under games. I don't have anything anything too strong here. I do like the draw here as well. Um, three straight meetings have gone to overtime, both meetings last year, 4-3, 5-4. And then this year, last just a few weeks ago, on January 25th, uh, Carolina won 3-2 in overtime down there in Dallas. So I do quite like the draw here at plus 350 or better. I think I saw that. Would lean to the under six and a half at minus one twelve. Um, for a side, if I had to, I would take the stars at minus one twelve just because they're home and Carolina's 13, 10, and one on the road. But this is mostly a pass game for me with a sprinkle on the on the draw. Yeah, two hot teams, very hot, especially the Hurricanes. Um taking care of some good teams as well. Stars coming off of a a short roadie, um, so I don't think we can play the uh, the Dave Linsky special or anything, but I'm still going to back the Hurricanes here. I do think that they're the superior team. Uh, Ottinger being back and looks to be in great form is, is a scary proposition for people looking to fade the stars and the like, uh, but uh, give, me the, give me the Hurricanes here. They're, they're the better team, and uh, yeah, that, that's basically it. I think that they're they're better than this uh, price suggests. And then stars, I mean, Andrew should be in this game. I don't know why he wouldn't be, but uh, another angle, of course, is just to bet against the stars and bet the over when Scott Wedgwood is in the game. That's been something that's been profitable all season long. So that that's all I got for this one. Yeah, I think someone pointed out in the Discord that the over has been been good, or I think I think they pointed out that the draw has been good when Wedgwood has been in that. So that's that's. I mean, Ottinger should start here in a, in a good game, but yeah, that's a good look there. Stars have been the masters of getting the fucking loser point for years now, so I'm not surprised. Do you have any strong takes on the central in, in a quick thirty seconds here? I am frightened of the stars. That's why I brought it up that I don't like that Ottinger's playing well again. Um, so, yeah, I got big positions on the Jets and the Avalanche, and they're, they're both uh, stumbling, as you said, and then the stars are rising. They're, they're, they're shooting. Um, uh, the, the, shooting stars, I get it. I, yeah. It's a rising star theory all over again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the, the Avs and the, the Jets can can hold off the stars here, and uh, thank God that McKinnon is okay. Otherwise, that would have been that would have been terrible on multiple fronts. Yeah, all right, going to the APM time slot again. We got the New Jersey Devils at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smash Vegas. Predators are minus one forty eight. Devils are plus one twenty four. Over under is at six and a half. Both the over and under paying off minus one ten. Uh, Joel, back to you here. Apparently, it is a thing. Dilly in the Discord uh, pointed out that the, the people in the South, they call it uh, Smash Vegas. So uh, I'm, I, I told you I wasn't going crazy. I didn't make, I didn't make that up. Um, I thought Talon made it up. I, I didn't realize you made it up. It, made, <laughs> it makes me think even even lower of you here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a great word. I like it. Um, makes sense. Anyway, uh, Devils played tonight, of course. They played the, the Kraken, the team we just talked about. Handle them pretty comfortably. Jack Hughes looks to be in the um, uh, in fine form again. Goal and assist 
And yeah, they're, they're a much better team against the Kraken, and they're, they're playing well with with their injuries. Jack Hughes uh, getting back into the mix is is crucial for them, and their playoff chances. So yeah, I'm, I'm a bit wary of the Devils here. I, minus 148 for the Predators, coming off of an OT win against the Coyotes. Um, hmm, I mean, it's it's a little steep now. Like uh, not another one of these back to back games where the price is a lot a lot uh, cheaper earlier in the day, but. Minus one forty eight is getting a bit too much. So uh lean of the Preds still. Like we got the Devils. They're the goaltending. Vanchek's actually been okay lately. And it was Dawes tonight. So I believe it'll be Vanchek tomorrow. Uh but of course he's he's no UC Sorrow. So Preds definitely have the goaltending advantage. And uh yeah, I've, I've the good thing I didn't bet the over. I've been betting the over and then multiple Devils games and the last two have gone under. I think that they their game on Saturday went under. And I could be wrong. I don't know. The point is one, one nothing in overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I dodged a bullet there. Um, but I, I might go to the the over here. I know the Predators are uh, they're not, they're not scoring as much as they used to, but five goals against the Coyotes, and including the OT winner. Um, so yeah, lean to the over six and a half. It's the Devils game, and still lean to the Predators money line. But I won't go too heavy at this point. Yeah, Predators here, minus 148 is a little bit steep. Uh, I was on them heavy earlier today at minus 115. If you're watching live, you can still get minus 128 at FanDuel, minus 132 at Canby Books, which are Parks and Bet Rivers and Unibet. So if you have those and you're watching live, go get those right now because you can definitely arb those out uh, sooner than, rather than later. Uh, Devils are also 1-8-1. and one on the second half of back-to-backs, so one win in nine tries this season. Uh, Nashville has been waiting at home with two days off after a 5-4 overtime win against Arizona. I think a comeback win there, too, as well. So, Yeah, I was on the Coyotes 4-2 in the third period, and the Predators came back and uh, beat my ass. Yeah, so I, I love the Preds here. Even at minus 148, I, I'd bet them probably up to, up to minus 150, maybe even minus 160. You know, I did say before, you know, if, if they get Markstrom, which apparently the only thing that held that up and is potentially holding that up was a salary cap issue. So I mean, they could probably find a, a third team to broker that. So I like Devils futures, but I don't like the Devils in this game until they get an, an actual goaltender. Uh, so, yeah, Nashville here, they won 6-4, um, I guess, last year in their first meeting. Or, but they've won four meetings straight here. Uh, just good team at home. Devils on a back-to-back are bad. So, yeah, love Nashville, minus 148. Uh, total, yeah, it's tough to bet a total in Devils game. I guess maybe an under, though, because with Soros, but to just play the play the Preds here. The Devils could take the goalie that they're playing against here. Uh, Soros is, is apparently uh, on in the market, especially if the Predators fall out of the playoff race, and they have a nice uh, prospects. Askarov coming up. Uh, he'll he'll be a stud in the in the near future, I believe. So Soros is definitely uh, an option for a team desperate for a goalie like the Devils are. Yeah, absolutely there. All right, going to 8.30 here. We've got the Vancouver Canucks at the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Blackhawks are plus 240. Canucks are minus 298. 300, minus 300 there. Canucks on the puck line are minus 110. Over-unders at 6. Overpaying off plus 100 with the under at minus 120. Uh, Joel, what are your Canucks going to do here in the uh, big Anthony Beauvillier revenge game? <laughs> oh, he's he, hurt. He's still yeah. out. Yeah, like half the Blackhawks team. Um, 
yeah, this is a uh, you know in a normal situation, I would I would bet the Canucks here. Uh, but the fact that it's the last game of the road trip, they're 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 feeling pretty. They just beat a, a couple good teams in the um the, the Hurricanes and the well, I guess the Capitals aren't that good, but the still a tough game on a back to back there. Um, Demko has really uh, saved the day and um, kind of no showed against the Bruins. But yeah, after this longish road trip, they just want to get home and then they got to play the, these uh, stupid Blackhawks here. And um, minus 298 is just too big of a price to pay. The Blackhawks usually tend to get up for these Canucks games. There's, there's a, it's a bit like the, uh, the, the Bruins robbery from back then. I mean, it, it still lingers. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the, I like the price kind of, but the, the, the situation is not good for the Canucks. Also, they're, they're experimenting right now with, with Lindholm. They're, they're moving lines all up and down, um, moving guys around, seeing what works, what doesn't, and that's not exactly something you want to bet on exactly because you, you, it's not known. And um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's an experimental phase for the Canucks right now, and that's something that's worrying, especially when you have to the, pay this big of a price. So, yeah, I, I'm staying away from that, but I love the under six at minus 122. Uh, it's it's the Blackhawks. They they can't score. I know they scored three against the Rangers somehow, but um, another situation where maybe the Rangers are looking past them a little bit. Um, yeah, Canucks they shouldn't be giving up three to the Blackhawks. Uh, so, and with with their how well they're playing defensively too, it, it certainly helps. They're better than the Rangers defensively for sure. And yeah, their their offense isn't exactly. Uh, you know, run and gun stuff right now that they're playing uh, responsible two-way hockey. So, uh, give me the under in this game. Yeah, this is this was going to be a pass game for me, but I, th- I think you talked me into the under there, under six minus one twelve, minus one twenty-two. It is still at five and a half at a few books here. Yeah, I can't see Chicago scoring more than more than two here against Vancouver, especially if Demko starts. Uh, it is the third game in four nights for for the Canucks, all with travel. Detroit backed out to Washington, back out to Chicago. So it's kind of tough here, but I think they'll be able to get to get it done. And under six should be a good look here. Under six minus one twenty-two there here. Um, Connor Bedard apparently could return next week. Um, have you done anything in the Calder Trophy market? I saw Faber is at plus three fifty at best. Bedard minus one sixty-ish. Have you uh, added anything? No, I'm still hoping Zeri catches fire, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's slow going. Like he gets one goal, and then there's a bunch of games without one. And it's it's you're not going to catch Bedard that way. So yeah, I'm still thinking that I'll I'll add Bedard at the end of this, uh, like right before he gets announced in. Um, I think that's the way to play it. Brock Faber. I saw they're in a high scoring game right now. I don't know if he's got any points against the Knights here. Um, but yeah, he, he's uh, he's certainly playing like a, like a Calder winner, but we'll see. I still think Bedard um, has enough time to to solidify his lead and take it home because everyone knows he's the best player, and uh, that that goes a long way towards uh, awarding him. Yeah, I think you know he was he's not going to be out long enough to to knock him out. I know I know you you've said before when you posted Discord like no one being out as long has ever won the Calder before, but I mean who won at McDavid year was that Panarin? He was. Like a twenty-six-year-old rookie that he was going off, and, and Gossis Bear was there as well. But yeah, I, I don't Panarin think Faber. Was, had... Yeah, Panarin was really good that year. Uh, better than better than Faber this year. Yeah, absolutely. There. 
And McDavid is out longer, I believe, too. Yeah, yeah. He was out for most of the year, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, only half. All-star break definitely helped, helped uh, Bedard here. All right, going down to 9 p.m. We have the uh, last game on the docket. We have the Detroit Red Wings at the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Oilers are minus 218. Oilers on the puck line are plus 105. Red Wings are plus 180. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 125. With the under at plus 105 here. Um, I, I don't know, but... At, at what point do we have to take the Red Wings seriously here? They, they came out of the break. They beat the beat the Canucks 4-3 in overtime. Went into the break with wins in three of their past five. Like, they've just been very consistent. Much better at home, 15-8-5 than on the road, 12-10-1. Game is in Edmonton where they're 16-6-1 here. So, I guess if I had to bet this, it would be Edmonton on the puck line, plus 105, coming back home, uh, the last home homestand they won 4-1 3-0-4-1 against three inferior teams 4-2 4-2 against seattle toronto at home before that so i guess that'd be my only play here but i'm just very wary of the red wings especially at plus 180 they're a team that can can sneak up on on some teams and maybe uh maybe get a get a steal, steal a win yeah, another situation where uh, a team's coming back from uh, a road trip after the All-Star break in, in the Oilers, of course. And the Red Wings, uh, I don't think they're they're legit. I don't, still don't think they're making the playoffs. Their, their shooting percentage is, is off the charts. And I guess Alex Lyon is a legit goalie at this point. But even still, I don't know if you can maintain quite this level of play. I, I still think it'll be good, but not as elite as he has been in the past two months. But, um, yeah, Red Wings... Are, uh, yeah, they're, they're right there with, with the Capitals in terms of fraudulent teams in the East. So, yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from them long term. I'm staying away from them here. Uh, give me the Oilers. I, I think that they're um, they're going to be angry after pit and they're going to be pissed off after losing the four nothing to the Kings. They're pretty uh, empty showing. Um, yeah, their offense has to show up here against the. A very leaky Red Wings defense, and like I said, Alex Lyon could be could be had maybe. Um, so yeah, the Oilers power play's got to get going too. They're, they're they're normally a lot better than what they play like since after the after the, um, the All Star break. Um, so yeah, give me the Oilers in the regulation and the puck line if you like. Uh, that's the way I do it. Stay away from the total. I like to bet the under because it's an Oilers game. And they're still giving you nice prices on their unders. But it's also a Red Wings game, and they're they're uh, they're they're hot right now with their shooting percentages. So that's a little worrying. But uh, lean to the under, but stronger play on the Oils. Yeah, I also think the Red Wings are going to fade off here. You can miss the playoffs at plus one twenty. Like, but looking at the standings, like who's going to overtake them? Devils, Islanders, Capitals, Penguins. Can, can the Penguins wake up finally? I, I know they're you're kind of on them heavy here. Yeah, uh, tough, tough game against the Jets in the wild. Uh, did not like those two losses, but uh, it was a tough situation in Winnipeg. I can, I can excuse that one, but losing to the wild, that was uh, not good. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think the Penguins are much better than the record, and, and they're they're better than some of the teams in the playoffs right now is, is my um, firm belief, and uh, they're, they're priced like they are too. Like They're still a minus number yeah. to make the playoffs. So uh, the market agrees with me, and yeah, I still think we'll see Crosby in the playoffs again this year after uh, missing last year, of course. But yeah, I, I do think that the Penguins ultimately get in. 
Yeah, they're the one team I think that can that can definitely take that jump. Devils, as I said, if they get someone like Markstrom or, or Soros to solve their goaltending issues, as long as Hughes can stay healthy. But yeah, Siegenthaler is just nearly back too. One of their better uh, defenders. Yeah. That's important there. But looking at the standings, like I'm getting more confident that the Flyers can just hang on to this playoff spot. I guess we'll see with 28 games left. But it, it's yeah, getting... as long as as long as nobody else has to go to the police, get in jail for <laughs> raping people. Hey, no, no. we got Sam Erson. He's he's our number one now. We we don't Carter who we, we we don't we don't remember him here in <laughs> Philadelphia. Um. All right, that's the eleven game slate for Tuesday. These Tuesday, February thirteenth. I'm not sure what I'm saying here. Uh, consensus plays here. We got the Blues, Leafs over six and a half at minus one hundred eight. We have the Bruins minus one sixty six. We have the Avs at minus one sixty two. We have the Kings minus one forty eight, and the under six at minus one hundred five in that one. We have the Islanders at minus one fifty five, and the under five and a half at plus one fourteen in that one. And then the Nashville Predators, minus 148, and Canucks, Blackhawks, under six at minus 122. Um, our best bets here for last show, both coming off a loss. Uh, you had the Canucks at minus 130 on Saturday. I forgot who they played there, but they, they lost. Uh, I got screwed. Red Wings. Red Wings. Yeah, Casey DeSmith was the starter. I figured it would be Demko. I was wrong. And then they lose in uh... – overtime to a stupid oh man i fucking hated this it was a uh, luke wallman i think his name is he oh penalty he scored, shot and then he, they did the gritty yeah oh. fucking right in my face i fucking hated that that i would have been like morgan rally i would have taken my stick and cross-checked him right in the face a stupid fuck oh that was so annoying um fuck the red wings <laughs> yeah and then i had the oilers minus 110 on second half of back-to-back at the kings they lost that one for nothing so both coming off a loss here uh, you are 16 and 10 plus 3.1 3.51 units. I am 14 and 12 plus 1.79 units here. I'm going to go first here. I'm taking the Predators at minus 148. It's a bit of a steep price. It's going to probably get higher, but Devils are just awful on back to backs here. So that's my uh, my best bet is the Predators minus 148. Uh, yeah, mine's a little chalky as well, but we got to get back to winning ways here. Give me the Avalanche minus 162 against the Capitals. We could get screwed if, if McKinnon's actually hurt and, and the Avalanche are once again lying to the media, but uh, I don't think that's the case. He sounds like he just cut up his chin pretty good, uh, so he'll be good to go 95% sure. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the Avalanche quite a bit in this one to finally get off the snide after uh, a pretty bad stretch. Yeah, it's never a, never a bad thing to to fade the Capitals here this year. So that, I think I think that's a, a solid play. Um, all right, anything else here you want to touch on before we close it out? I believe we will be back tomorrow night with uh, hopefully all three of us uh, to discuss Wednesday slate plus some other uh, NHL news. But anything else before that? Nah, I think we we got it all. Um, all right, sounds good. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast on YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, follow, all the good stuff on there, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review, just like uh, J.G. Ballantyne did. Uh, five stars. These guys make me excited to follow NHL. I'm a casual NHL fan at best, parentheses, go Flyers. But what I like about this podcast is how they go in-depth with their picks, why they make they why they make them they also keep me informed about player performances example this goalie struggling on the road i'll learn more about NHL names and they also like to bust chops with one another 
Great podcast. Keep it up, guys. So appreciate those five stars rating and reviews and go a long way for us. And they make us feel good, as I say, as Talon says. You know, it helps helps the show grow here. So make sure you leave those if you haven't already. Also get in the SGPN Discord and the hockey channel, sg.pn slash Discord. The voice channel's been going off. You guys got like a weekly thing going there. I don't know if it's Sunday night, Saturday weekend, weekend night, boys in the in the voice channel, but you guys have been uh, having a good thing going there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time in there with uh, uh, Colt, Dilly, Archer, Smitty, and uh, anyone else. Archie. It's, not, it's not Archer, it's Archie. Ar- Archie. Oh, Archie. Now. Archie yeah, Bunker or Archie comic book guy? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to check with Catfish on that one. He said, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to stop on by, say hello and uh, have a cup with the boys, we'll be there sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. And I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me remembering that I, I was going to mention this. I ordered nearly $100 worth of fried chicken on uh, you know, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. For yourself? Yeah, for myself. But I wasn't going to eat it all at once. I'd like to uh, put some in the fridge, eat some for us the, the next why not days. Just, why not just order it the next day and get it fresh? No. 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 Okay. Save the stuff for trouble. Wrong. Just go I'm in the wrong fridge. here, apparently. But it didn't even show up. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I, I totally forgot about it until like after the Super Bowl. Like, where the fuck's my food? Oh. <laughs> and then uh, I just went to sleep hungry because I was, I was full. Did you get a refund? Did you get a refund? Did you complain? Nothing? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't charge me. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Oh well. Right, well try I again next get, week. <laughs> yeah, I hope you get some fried chicken sometime this week. Yeah, yeah. Go Popeyes. All right. See ya.